Hey, this is voice actor Cassandra Lee Morris. Welcome to Now You See Me. I've voiced hundreds of characters for anime, video games, and animation, and I realized people know a lot about the characters I play, but very little about the real me. So, I started this podcast to pull back the curtain on my life, share more about myself, and what I've gone through. Along the way, I'll be interviewing guests, some well-known and others behind the scenes, to dig into their lives and find out what they've overcome to achieve their artistic goals. I hope this podcast will enlighten and inspire you to live your best creative life. Together, we'll all learn that there's more to someone than the stories they tell. Hey, welcome back to my interview with voice actor Kellen Goff. Last time we talked about what it was like when he found out he had autism at age 16 and the changes he made within himself to fit in with society and ultimately achieve a huge amount of success in the voiceover world. So if you haven't heard part one, stop, go back right now and give it a listen so you're all caught up. Now, before we get into part two... Just a reminder that this is an independent podcast and it is fully self-funded by me. So if you find value in this episode, if you are entertained, if you are inspired, if you learn something, please consider making a donation via the link in the show notes. And any amount helps, truly. I would love to continue making more episodes like this and your donation will help me do so. Now... Let's get into part two with Kellen Goff. So you said there were like a couple of quotes that I pulled from the thing that you posted that I just that like really spoke to me. And one was, I realized that the world isn't here to make me happy. I'm here to make the world happy. And you know what? When they were happy, I was happiest. So like, can you unpack that a little bit for me? When you're at least in my own experience, I can't speak for anybody else with autism, but in my mind from the beginning, I, I I don't know if I felt like the main character, but I definitely felt like if it wasn't my way, then they didn't like me. And that was mm-hmm. a, such, in, in retrospect, such a weird, um, incorrect assumption to make off of no basis at all. Um, I found as I went along that I really just wanted people even past liking me just to, I, I, I just liked seeing people smile and, and basking in that warmth. And I realized that the people who were truly happy and successful in this life were the ones that made others happy because they were contributing something to the world instead of taking something from the world. I love that. The, the melting pot works best when you add a spice, not Mm -hmm. take it away. Um, and granted too much spice ruins the, the broth, but, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I don't know. I feel like everybody has their own little thing that they can bring to this world to, contribute to sort of this aurora of happiness that we have. Everybody has their own color. Yeah. Um, That's beautiful. I love that. Thank you. It's so nice. Just to summarize it, I realized that I was happier um, when others were happy. Um, 
but I was happiest when we were all happy for the same reason. And mm-hmm. uh, when we all realized that giving was better than taking. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome to hear. Thank you. And then at the end of your post, you said a couple things that I wanted to touch on. But one sure. was that you thought that admitting, like coming out saying I have Asperger's would like lead to you losing jobs. And I like... The thing about the entertainment industry is that it's so unstable and mm-hmm. like we never know where our next job is coming from. Um, and it can be, it, I feel like it can be scary to admit like any personal thing about yourself sometimes because like for fear of being judged. So, um, I mean, it seems like that hasn't happened. <laughs> um, has there Has there been any sort of like um, reaction to it at all or, or is it just like acceptance like that's cool mostly acceptance i mean every now and again you hear about some ignorant person who who uh who talks about you behind closed doors but it doesn't end up mattering ever um, yeah i think it was just residual feelings from when people didn't like me for mm-hmm. the Asperger's because even in the early two thousands, when I was growing up, people weren't nearly as accepting as they are today. Yeah. So it defied logic. What, what I felt mm-hmm. at that time that um, the entertainment industry wouldn't like me, but my, my thinking was that they would think I was less in, inclined to or less able to act mm-hmm. um, because I couldn't understand emotion the way they did. They see, I thought they wouldn't, they would take away the way they did and just say, Oh, he can't understand emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I feel like people are more educated on yeah. the whole autism thing. And now that, you know, e- e- bigger stars have come out about it. Um, uh, Tom Cruise, uh, Anthony Hopkins, and P- prolific uh, mm-hmm. freaking actors and are stars in their fields. I, I think uh, we've sort of proved as a group that that's not the case. Um, maybe it was that way beforehand, but uh, I feel like at, le- at least it w- – it didn't start to change until, I don't know, I got out of high school or something. Yeah. Just, it was the climate at the time. They, yeah. they didn't really realize, um, at, at least what my ears heard of the going-ons at the at, about um, the industry at the time. I, mm-hmm. I don't think they really understood until then. But uh, I, think, I think it was just good timing in the end. Yeah. So... I, I I think I don't think my fears were completely unwarranted, but I feel like they were uh, more intense than they sh- they uh, mm-hmm. needed to be. You know, nice. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I can definitely understand like not wanting to be judged or not wanting to lose your livelihood, and I totally agree. Like the early two thousands were. Weird times. <laughs> a little bit of a mess. Yeah. Espe- I mean, I always, like, my experiences with that is just, like, the messages that I received about, like, being a woman and, like, being a girl and, like, how I you should imagine. look and present yourself and, like, what, like, a female body should look like. Like, that was all, like, very, like, rigid. 
Um, like that's what I was paying attention to. But, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, just with that, I mean, just having like a woman fits in this box, you know, right. it, it makes sense that you'd be like, well, if I don't fit into like this box of an actor, like a male actor, then I might not work. It's so, so. superficial. Yeah, but I think things are changing. Yeah. They've changed a lot. I think there's still kind of a ways to go, but at least it's moving in the right direction, which Agreed. is positive. Agree. Okay, another thing that you said um, is kind of going back to something you said earlier. Um, at the end of your, your post, you said, if you have autism too and you think it defines you or limits you, I know you'll hate to hear this deep down, but you're wrong. You can do anything they can. Um I just thought it was interesting that you said, I know you'll hate to hear this deep down. So like, what, what did you mean by that? It's hard to describe, but at the surface of it, people with autism do not like being wrong uh, mm -hmm. before they've realized that it's okay to be wrong. It's tends to be a default setting with uh, a lot of uh, uh, people with autism. It certainly was with me. I, if you, I, I did. I realized way later um, that it's an amazing thing to be wrong because you can learn something new and you mm -hmm. can add that to your ever-growing uh, Wikipedia in here. Mm -hmm. um, and that refusing to admit that you're wrong is severely limiting you it's key you're keeping yourself from flying at that mm -hmm. point if you think that with your that you because if you're unable to say that you're wrong then you're saying you're not willing to learn yeah um so we it, it's really hard it was really hard for me to admit that mm -hmm. it I wanted to be right all the time. Some, I, I don't really know why, some force in my brain just telling me if I'm wrong, then I'm lesser. Yeah. No, I can, I can completely relate to that. Yeah. And yeah. that's not nearly the case as much as you'd think. Um, for those yeah. reasons. <laughs> yeah. It's also, it could be like an ego blow to some, to someone. Sure. Be like, Oh, Mm. What I say isn't right. And that I must it, be less than it. It strikes people. It certainly struck me as if I'm wrong, then I'm not as smart as I need to be. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I'm not as smart as I thought I was, and yeah. certainly the, the ego there. Um, but yeah, as as you grow up, you start to realize uh, there's more tact in. Um, in in uh, being wrong sometimes and being right sometimes than there is to uh, be right all the time. Yeah. I feel like I'm talking to like a wise sage, 100%. <laughs> that reminds me of that quote too, like you never want to be the smartest person in the room. Have you ever no. heard that? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I absolutely have. Um, yeah, I... <laughs> I just I just like learning new things. Mm -hmm. That's it. I, there's so much to learn in this life. To be the smartest in the room is to not have any struggle. And without struggle, life is boring. Yeah. Absolutely. So you mentioned your dad, um, how he's in the entertainment industry. 
and how he's kind of helped you and guided you. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'd love to hear about what your relationship with him is like and For how sure. he's helped you. My dad's my best friend. Always, Aww. always has been. Always stuck by me, and always um, pushed me to do the things that I want to do. Because I, f I, I won't get too far into it, but he wasn't. He he didn't really get encouraged to do what he wanted to do. Mm -hmm. He grew up in a time where you there was a certain path you had to take, or, or else. Uh, and and granted, this was a uh, socially. Um, it, it, this was like just the way that everybody said that um, that it had to be. Like you um, could be a doctor or a lawyer. Yeah, basically. So he chose lawyer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But he wanted to be a, a rock musician and or a, a jazz guitarist. And mm -hmm. to be fair, you know, from age five until age 18, he played every day. And he wow. played in gig bands all the time. He he played in studio. He He's played with so many people. He, he's done uh, work on so many music videos. But... Uh, at the end of the day, you know, he, he knew he had to make money, so he uh, put his. He decided to put that away and put his all into um, in into being a lawyer. He went to Loyola Marymount, and he's a dang good lawyer now. To be fair, he, he's been had his own firm for like forty years wow. or, or so, and uh, he he is. Uh, on the board of admissions at Loyola. Oh my so, gosh. So he, he's, High achiever. <laughs> yeah. He, see, that's the thing about people with autism. When we want something, we focus on that one thing, pin mm. vision. But, um, and that can be bad, <laughs> but it can also give good results. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, I will never assume anything, but I feel like, he wanted to encourage me to be who I wanted to be for mm -hmm. that reason. And him being an entertainment lawyer and in that industry, he taught me many ways to, uh, you know, go about this industry, both socially and in, in contracts, in uh, finding jobs and just mm -hmm. how it was at the time and how it continued to be. He would always update me. He still ups, updates me today. He knows more about SAG than I ever will. He's, oh, wow. he's dealt with those people a million times. Wow. Those people, we love those people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he, he, uh, I don't know. We were always a team. He he would uh, invest in me when I he would. Um, he's the one who reached out to Bob Bergen for me, oh, wow. um, and and sort of told him who uh, about me and stuff. And I don't know what he did, but uh, I ended up being the first minor in uh, in Bob's class for that wow. reason. Bob Bergen, yeah. um, voice of Porky Pig, by the way, like yes. prolific animation actor and great classes. Sign up for those. They they're certainly a master class yeah. on like how to get into it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, the whole time, you know, he he was there the ways he could be, and he in subtle ways guided me away from uh from sure destruction onto better paths and 
I didn't make it easy. I, I, I kicked and screamed <laughs> because I didn't realize what he was doing. But now uh. I'm just really so thankful to him. He would drive me everywhere. He would drive me to conventions. He would drive me to – and he would go with me to those. Um, there's a video on Hasbro's channel back in 2011 mm -hmm. of me uh, on a voice panel with, like, Peter Cullen and, and – uh, and Steve Bloom and all those guys mm -hmm. uh, doing my thing uh, because wow. he took me there and he encouraged me to raise my hand. Wow. Um, just so many instances where I owe my entire career and livelihood and life to him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I to this day, I'm, I'm very thankful to be able to help him out. I get him clients all the time. He Ooh. seems to be the voice actor lawyer now. No way. <laughs> I love that. It's come full circle. It has. I, I get him work. He gets me work. He Now that he's a producer on movies, I cast ADR for him. Oh, when, my gosh. When he needs it. We, no way. We actually did uh, the other day across the street. At, there's an ADR studio over there. Oh, we I didn't did. even know. Yeah. That's awesome. It, that's how I knew this parking lot already. Oh. <laughs> um but yeah no he, he we've been the greatest team and i'm i thank my lucky stars every day i was born to him Aww. yeah and not to discount my mom by the way my mom was there for me in all the ways my dad couldn't be when mm -hmm. he was working my mom uh set me on the emotional paths and and uh she she was the most patient she's a saint she she mm. uh she was there for me for all of school to comfort me and to fight for me when uh bigoted parents didn't want their kids hanging around me are you serious oh she's a fighter i, yeah. I can't believe parents would be like such early 2000s oh, uh God. even though i hit it off with a lot of the kids mm -hmm. um but I, I think that might have been what actually ended up happening as I went into uh, middle school, the parents telling them, you stay away from that boy. Oh, my um, God. I'm so sorry you had to deal with it. It's like, it's That's, like, so now. gross, though, like, when adults actually, like, instigate the bullying to they, the kids. Like, it's uh, – You know what I realized, though? They love their kids. They want to protect them from the unknown. And, yeah. and they didn't know what I was capable of. I mm -hmm. autism kids with autism can be very violent. Really? I, I got into a lot of fist fights uh -huh. um, from things I didn't understand. So I completely understand where they were coming from there. Mm. Um, but, but like again, like super mature of you to like have that lens. We're all like, just humans, back. Cassandra. You, yeah. Like empathy is God, is king, you know. Yeah. It, it, it's better to try to relate to a person and walk in their shoes to, than to fight against them immediately if yep. something sounds wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, you, there's always a reason behind it, even yeah. if it sounds so stupid. Yeah. You know? Um. But yeah, no. Uh, what was I talking about before Your mom. that? How, my mom. Your mom. Um, she she drove me just as much. Dang it, she uh, <laughs> and and she was a good friend of mine too. But I, you know, I I fought with her a lot because I didn't realize what that she was helping me, and uh, and she she still gives me uh, 
uh, dirt for it today. Um, <laughs> she she uh, will ask me often, why did you cry about blah, 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 blah? And I'm like, I don't remember. And she's like, I've been waiting for 20 years to ask you that. And you don't know? You don't, know, you don't remember? Wow. Well. So I... Yeah, I, I I try to give her good mother states. <laughs> she, so she's the best in juggling me and my sister at the same time and mm-hmm. doing her best to uh, raise my sister while teaching her how to deal with me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm so grateful for them all, and I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> e- even though they know that I couldn't control it and stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm... I still try to make amends and and uh, and and do my best for them now. Yeah. And uh, and we're all great now. We uh, just had Thanksgiving, and it was great to see everybody again. Nice. My sister actually got into child psychology because of me. That's her oh. major now. Wow. Yeah. So she's your younger sister. Mm-hmm. Three yes. years younger. Okay. Yeah, Jesse. Hi. <laughs> Shout out, Jesse. Hi, Squirt. She hates it when I call her that. <laughs> sibling, um, sibling rivalry. Yeah. But my family, you know, it could have been way worse. Yeah. And, and I'm very lucky to have them. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. So do you think the, I mean, there's obviously like many things that contribute to a successful career, but um, do you think that understanding and kind of like overcoming autism was like the was that the turning point or like if you look back can you see kind of a turning point of when you started working or mm, it helped but i don't think that was the turning point i think i think the turning point i mean <laughs> it's hard to pin down that one i know i know event you know yeah i i think realizing you know, how important it's just as important to be personable and a a good, you know, just a good human to people Mm -hmm. if you, as much as you can um, in this industry than it is to be talented. You know, you you have to, Mm -hmm. you have to be okay. Like, like good to be around, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Man, I I just like for the longest time I just didn't realize that the reason I I wasn't uh, booking uh, online. Thank God I had online, dude. Um, that was a practice ground before this. Like mm-hmm. I didn't go into this until I knew I was ready. Solid, yeah. yeah. Well, that's smart because you're auditioning against people who've been doing it for twenty years. So it, it's definitely good. He's saying five minutes. <laughs> it, it it's it was great to have that. Um, yeah, to have that place to play and practice and mm-hmm. all that. You That's know? awesome. A good internet story. Did you ever have MySpace? <laughs> For a little bit. Oh my gosh! I, I, I loved MySpace. I love nerding out about MySpace. <laughs> yeah, the, with the music and everything. Oh yeah, the music, the quote. Like you can only have like eight photos to start with, a top eight, and then yeah. Uh, case X, uppercase X underscore. Uh, yeah. 
uh, <laughs> Edward Elric Lover, uh, 99. Was that you? No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying the example of, of stuff that we, we had. Oh my God. No, I was a Pokemon guy. Oh, okay, and, okay. And a Naruto guy and a, and mostly Ben 10 and Transformers. So okay. that, that's still what I got now. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, my MySpace profile was devoted to like pop punk bands and tour and like trying to look emo and cool. <laughs> so, so MCR, that that kind of. Deal. Oh yeah, I just yeah. saw them actually. How was that? I cried. Did you? <laughs> I literally cried seeing My Chemical Romance, like screaming the "I'm not okay" lyrics. Like, oh uh, yes. It was oh the mo- It literally like while I was listening to that song, I feel like my whole like pop punk life flashed before my eyes it came all rushing yeah it back all in. came back like stuff i didn't even remember it's crazy how music can just trigger exactly yeah. um I, I i'll tell a quick story uh if and then since it's five minutes okay. um but um you you know the song uh vampires will never hurt you is that an mcr song yeah why don't I? Why isn't that ringing a bell? I don't know. It it was a really early album. This oh, okay. was like before, like before their breakout. Yeah. Okay. Um. So it, Gerard was in the studio and he just could not get it going, and they only had the studio booked for like another hour, and he had wasted like so much time, take after take after take, um, and he needed to be very angry and seething for this one, because this is the one that would bring people in. So the engineer was like, I know something that'll work. He comes in, and and he just decks Gerard in the face, like, <laughs> like he falls over, <laughs> oh and God. Gerard gets up, and, and like he's ready to like fight back, and and the engineer's like, stop, use that, use that uh, on the, uh, uh, like, do, wow. do whatever you were going to me into the microphone. And, and then he runs back and presses record, and that's the take they use. Wow. Yep. That's a, another kind of method acting. I wouldn't suggest that, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's very, um, was it Meisner? <laughs> Meisner would, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Hey, whatever it takes yeah. for some people. <laughs> Literally bleeding for his art. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, on that note, thank you so much for joining me today, Kellen. Thank you for having me. Yeah. This was so much fun. The, yeah, this this has been great. Um, is there anything you want to say or shout out your socials or anything like that? Sure. Uh, you can follow me at, at Kellen Goff on most things, uh, except on Facebook. That's at Kellen Goff VO, but I just automatically post everything from Instagram to Facebook anyway. So, so just sure. follow him. So there. just follow me on Insta, Twitter, Hive, whatever, TikTok. Yeah. Um, and uh, watch the Wing Feather Saga. That, that's this new thing that it's got Jody Benson, Kevin McNally, and I'm in it as the main villain. It, I don't ever get to do pre-lay stuff, but when I do, it's, it's exciting. fun stuff. Yeah. Thank you, Ned Lott. Thank you. Oh, sorry. Thank you, Ned Lott. <laughs> nice. Yep. Cool. All right, guys. Well, uh, stay tuned for the next episode of Now You See Me. Thanks for joining me. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to Now You See Me. If you found value in this episode, please consider donating to the podcast to show your support. This podcast is fully self-funded from the studio rental to recording to the editing to the graphic design to the distribution platform. All of that costs money and every little bit helps. 
So there is a link down below in the show notes where you can send a donation in any amount at all. And like I said, anything really helps. Also, please follow, like, subscribe, and leave a five-star review with your feedback. It really, really helps out me and the pod, especially as we are just getting started. Thank you so much for being here and for your support. Video and audio editing by Chris. Music by Steve Shebby. For collaborations or ad requests, email booking.cassandraleemorris at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.